You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Thursday, July the, 2000, excuse me, July the 29th of 2021. I am your host for the show, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith. A little bit of a delay in getting today's episode out uh, as the Spotify green room did not work properly, didn't have too many people on it, um, and the, the connection wasn't great as well. Recording was kind of messed up, so we're, we're recording a, a different one. We're not recording. The, the green room didn't work out properly, so I apologize about that. Um, but nevertheless, we are going to continue to roll on. It's trade deadline season, and that's what we're talking about on today's show. I'll be addressing your guys' responses for what um, what you guys said in the Instagram story that I posted a couple of days ago, who the Cardinals should go after, uh, updating you on the trading deadline stuff, as well as address an article by Zachary Silver of MLB.com as he lays out some, um, some potential targets as well. But, I mean... The, the trade deadline is wild. It's crazy. Every year it is. So there might be some updates on this show that I might not get to. Some updates that happen while I'm recording this. Who knows? It's going to be a wild, it could be a wild, fun episode as we could get some live reaction to some news. Uh, but nevertheless, before I let you guys, before I get into the trade deadline stuff, if you guys want more in-depth coverage on the MLB trade deadline, it is fast approaching and the Locked On MLB YouTube channel will be streaming the Hot Stove Live with two hours of MLB trade analysis from our Locked On lineup of local experts. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On MLB YouTube and tune in July 30th beginning at 3 p.m. Eastern. That is tomorrow at 2 o'clock Central. I should be on there at some point. I doubt if I'll be talking about a trade, but I will be on there talking some, some trades uh, talking about a corner trade, I'll be on there talking about general trades and most likely the Cardinals' inability to go out and get somebody. I could be wrong, but as of right now, it is maybe not inability, but um, lack of effort. Maybe not even lack of effort. Just they didn't get the job done. They did not. They haven't acquired anybody yet. I don't see them acquiring anybody. So we'll see how that yeah, goes. But let's go ahead and get into today's stuff, and let's talk about a trade deadline update. As of 5.46 p.m. Central Standard Time, We've got some trades to discuss. Joey Gallo's going to the short porch in New York for a slew of prospects that could ultimately change the way that we view the New York Yankees. The Yankees also made a move. That Gallo move is official. The other one is reportedly official. Not completely official announced by the team yet. Anthony Rizzo change, changes his Cub pinstripes for the Yankee pinstripes. Un- un- unbelievable trade. I did not see this coming. I saw reports of Boston a lot, and I would have really not liked that because Anthony Rizzo, and this might dis- you guys might disagree with this one. Anthony Rizzo, one of the most famous Cubs, my, in my opinion, one of the faces of the franchise, faces of that 2016 team. It was really hard for me to root against him. It really was. You know, he had a great story of cancer survivors. Seems to be very generous with, with kids and with those underprivileged and with the, those that are sick. It was really hard for me to cheer against Anthony Rizzo. It was. I, I I really liked him as a person, but he was a, you know, he he was a Cub, so you can't really can't really cheer too much for him. So it, it's gonna be this is this this trade is gonna be tough on Cubs Nation. I, I know that, and it, it's interesting. We don't know. I don't know what the return is at this time at five forty seven Central Standard Time. Not what the return is on Rizzo, but getting Gallo and Rizzo to me tells tells the world tells the baseball world that the Yankees are ready to go for it. 
we weren't saying that a couple of days ago or even a week, a week ago or a couple of days ago. This team did not look like they were going to be in it. When you look at the standings, you've still got Boston in that division that, in my opinion, the Red Sox are still going to win that NL East, even with these additions that the New York Yankees have made. But the Yankees sit nine games out of first place, just three games out of the second wild card, however. So they are within striking distance there. But I, the, the, these moves, to me, really elevate the Yankees at least a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not saying that this makes um, that this makes them the AL East favorite or whatnot, but th- these moves are impressive to me. And Gallo and Rizzo, I think, are both going to enjoy that short porch in right field. And I think right now, speculation on my end is that Luke Voigt might be heading to Chicago, and that would be the ultimate dagger of the Cardinals letting Luke Voigt go. But Luke Voigt has been the first baseman for New York uh, ever since he was traded by the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, but the other trades that I wanted to discuss, Max Scherzer, as of this time, is still way up, way up in the air. Uh, it was reported a while ago, it was a, uh, about two hours ago from, from this recording, uh, by Ken Rosenthal that the Padres were about to get a, about to execute a trade uh, for Max Scherzer. It said breaking Padres close to requiring Max Scherzer. Sources tell The Athletic. And then about an hour later, he tweeted out, sources say other teams are still trying to top Padres for Scherzer. Nationals and Padres essentially have agreed upon players in trade. The situation may be complicated by Scherzer's ability to veto any trade and effectively choose next club. So that trade is still up in the air at this point. If he was on the Dodgers, I or not the Dodgers, the Padres, that would be a pretty remarkable team that, that San Diego has put together. I know Blake Snell hasn't turned out the way that the Padre fans have wanted him to, but that's still a very deadly team out there out in out west. And just more and more competitors getting 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 better. The 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 best get better and the, the mid mid tier guys continue, at least the Cardinals uh continue to, to not um not make any moves, and it is tweeted right now by Joel Sherman that right-handed pitcher Alexander Vizcaino and outfield Kevin Alcantara are going to the Cubs, so maybe Luke Voigt is staying in New York, but um, but, but nevertheless, Brewers traded for Eduardo Escobar out of Arizona as they improve their infield depth, and there's reports that they might not be done as they still might go after Donaldson or Story, move Story to second base, move people around a little bit. But if story goes to second, I don't know where Wong's going to go. But nevertheless, it seems the Brewers are still in on it. The, the Reds have made some, some small pitching adjustments. and they, they really needed some small pitching adjustments. The Cardinals need some big pitching adjustments. But, um, but, but nevertheless, th- these trades just keep coming by the, the people that, that want to win. It doesn't seem like the Cardinals really want to win this season. We've still got just probably about 20 hours or so, 20, 19 hours from bad at math before the deadline hits. And Mozeliak has said that they're still in talks with um, with guys to try and get some pitching, try and get some, some some innings, as he puts it, both out of the bullpen and at the major league le- or at the starting rotation level. I don't think Mad Max is coming. I think that that Padres trade will go through. I was talking to um, the, the Jose Barrios talking to some, some people that Jose Marios will probably require two top 100 prospects and some pre-arbitration-eligible guys. I think that's too price high to pay for St. Louis, at least one that they're not willing to, to breach because the Cardinals, depending on who you look at, only have two or three in the top 100. Um, so I, I just don't see the Cardinals giving up their top-heavy farm system for, for Barrios. 
because some, some Gorman, I think, is the closest out of those three when you're talking about Libertor Herrera or Gorman, but I just don't see the Cardinals giving that up. And it's frustrating, but the trade deadline is still, like I said, less than a day away, so we'll see if the Cardinals can make any moves. But as of we stand right now, those are the big updates that have happened in, in recent days. Gallo, Rizzo, uh, Escobar, like I said, Danny Duffy also going to the Dodgers from Kansas City. Seems to be a consolation prize for not winning Max Scherzer, but we, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the rest of the trade deadline. It, it's been a frenzy just today. I mean, I, I have not refreshed Twitter so much in one sitting in my life. Just searching, praying, f- trying to find some updates on these trades. And so far, that they've been kind of kind of slow to come by. Uh, but next, we'll be getting into this article by Zachary Silver and MLB.com discussing some arms that the Cardinals might be trying to go after. And then I'll get into your guys, who you guys want that you guys responded to the Instagram story. Uh, all that and more coming up here in just a moment. This episode is brought to you in part by Rock Auto, because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to find your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You don't want to endure the pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing just the brands they happen to carry at the prices that they set. You can save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. It's a family business, and they've been doing this for over 20 years. They have reliably low prices for every single customer. Better yet, they've got everything you need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all of your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in your How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Like I said at the top, I've already got another trade to talk about as Jeff Passan tweeting at 5.53 p.m. Central Time that the Seattle Mariners have acquired Diego Castillo from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's pending a review of medicals as the Mariners try and get back in it as well. They sit eight games back of the first place Houston Astros and two games back in the second wild card. So more trades are happening even as this podcast is recorded and the Rays continue to give up some pitching Again, if you want more in-depth on any of this, head over to t- these locked-on shows, uh, locked-on Rays, um, who else made trade? Brewers, Drake Mastriani does a great job there. Yankees, Stacy does a nice job there. All these guys have had more in-depth, more in-depth stuff. Sadly, here on Locked-On Cardinals, we have to talk about possible adjustments. And he- here's one thing that a lot of people are trying to say, that, oh, getting Michaelis and Flaherty back are, are just like getting a trade back. I understand the logic and why people are saying that. I don't think it. I, I even if you even if you do agree with that, even if you do say okay, yes, getting Jack Flaherty and Miles Michaelis back is like acquiring a, a, a player via a trade because we didn't have them before. Even if that's your logic, that cannot be an excuse for not making a trade, for not going out and getting a starting pitcher. Because let's say you get both of them back, which by the way, you won't get them both back probably for another two or three weeks. Maybe closer to two, but either way, two to three weeks. Then you're going to have Flaherty, Michaelis, Wainwright, Kim as your four. You've still got a fifth spot that you could go figure out. Because I don't think anybody thinks that Jake Woodford is a valuable, not valuable, is a consistent commodity right now as he had a really good start against the Cubs and then struggled mightily against the Reds. So that's still only four starters right there. You could go out and get a fifth. 
You might say, oh, well, Daniel Ponce de Leon can come start in the fifth spot. Ponce de Leon isn't gonna, hasn't cut it this year either, so why not go out and get a fifth starter? Use Ponce de Leon, use a Gant, use a Miller, use a Woodford even to go out and trade and get a fifth starter. Or use those guys to get a starter and a bullpen piece. Or get a shortstop and get rid of DeYoung. So many different avenues you could go down. So even if you agree that getting Flaherty Michaelis back is similar to a trade, which doesn't exactly line up because we're already on your team. But I, again, I understand the logic. But even if you do agree with that, that cannot be an excuse by John Mozilla and company to not go out and get another piece. It just simply can't be. Cardinals need to be more aggressive. Sadly, they're not. And that's what we're sitting here talking about who... Um, you know, who the Cardinals could or should go after in this trade deadline. And it, it's no secret that those guys that, that we're all talking about are, are arms, are starters. And according to this MLB.com article by Zachary Silver, he lists some good names. Um, Kyle Gibson has a 287 ERA. He had a 2.29 first half there, so it has jumped up a little bit. But he's under contract through 2022. I think he'd be a nice fit. Um, the Rangers are clearly sellers. They already sold Gallo. And Kyle Gibson has been probably the only other positive in the first half for the Texas Rangers, or even in the whole season. Because uh, former Brave, who pitched ter- tor- uh, terribly against the Cardinals, Mike Fultonevich has not pitched well for Texas when he was expected to do a lot better. So I think that Kyle Gibson is a fine option. Jose Barrios is obviously one that I th- I think Jose Barrios is probably, you know, the second best name I'm going to mention here in 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 these names that Silver um, names off. He's he's got a one point. He's got 119 ERA plus over his last three seasons, according to this article. ERA plus is basically um, it factors in ballpark factors rather than just straight factors, and 100 is average. So above average, he's got a Bugs Bunny changeup. Brios is expected to start tomorrow on Friday, but I so it would be a wild. It'd be pretty wild if you were traded today or tomorrow to St. Louis and you just have to jump dugouts. But Jose Barrios, like I said, he would. it's going to take a larger package to get Barrios um, because he's, like I said, under control through 2022 as well. So both these guys are probably going to take a large package. The next guy on the list who's already, you know, at least reportedly been traded is Max Scherzer. He would require a huge haul. And with, with the way that the Cardinals pitching has, has looked, I don't see the Cardinals making this move. I would like to see the Cardinals pursue him in the offseason. You know, just sitting, shooting from the hip, my ideal offseason, go after Scherzer, go after Story, go after a bullpen piece. Um, or, or go after a shortstop or an A bullpen piece and, and a bench bat and a fourth outfielder or a bench bat slash a fourth outfielder. Something, maybe even a backup catcher because I just don't see a reason to, to re-sign Molina. They, they still might re-sign Yachty. Don't get me wrong. But nevertheless, I don't see Scherzer coming to St. Louis in the next 24 hours. John Gray is also one that Zachary Silver points out. He's under contract just through this year, so he would be a a um, he would be a rental. Excuse me, couldn't think of the word. Uh, so very unlikely that, that he's actually dealt until Saint, to St. Louis. But it's it's an interesting name um, that that uh, um, Silver throws out. I would like to see honestly the Cardinals go after Marquez a little bit more, but Marquez has some. Lot, he has a lot of years of control. I think he's under contract through for another four more years, including so three more years after this one. But so John Gray would be definitely more of a rental. If the Cardinals were the closest, were, were closer within striking distance, maybe four or five games out instead of six and seven games out, eight games out like they are in the wild card and central division, maybe you go after a little bit more of a rental. But I think with with 
with the way the playoffs are looking for St. Louis right now, yes, they should still make moves to go all in, but go all in or go make a move to improve your team as well as make a move to improve your team for next year. AKA, don't just get a rental and hope you can resign him. Get a guy with control. Now, the question is, and the question that you know a lot of fans probably think is already answered, are they going to be willing to give up a, a big package to get that extra year of control? Because that extra years of control is definitely going to, to cost you more. And right now, the Cardinals haven't been able to, to do that. Another name that throws out on this article is Matthew Boyd, 6.4% walk rate. He had a great season last year as an okay year this year. Uh, he'd be a nice lefty in the rotation to throw along with K.K. Kim. And the other name in here that has not been traded, he throws out uh, Danny Duffy. But Mike Miner has also been a name, another Texas guy. Um, for Not from Texas, but plays for Texas. I think all these guys are solid options. I would not be upset with, with any of these guys if the Cardinals went out and got them. Obviously, Gibson, Barrios, and Scherzer when <laughs> you're not going to lose too many people in those trades, depending on what the package is given up. But for Gray, Boyd, Duffy, or Gray, Boyd, and Miner, rather, yes, that the that the names don't pop out as much, and they're not necessarily top-tier guys, but I would definitely be um, be willing to, to kind of look for a package to, to get one of those guys to improve the starting rotation. If I had to choose one, let, let's say these are all on the board. If I had to choose one to, to go after... Obviously, if they're all on the board, I'm choosing Max Scherzer at the right price. But with the way they are now, I'm going after Kyle Gibson. You get an extra year of contract. He's a guy. He's not going to pitch to a 229 ERA, but he's going to give you innings. He's going to give you outs. He's a Mizzou guy, so somewhat local in, in the state. Might get some buzz there. Jose Barrios is also a good option. Again, you can't really go wrong, but if I, I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying, okay, my attention is going towards one of these guys that is still on the board, I'm going after Kyle Gibson. And do you, do you give up a Libertor? Maybe not a Libertor, but do you give up a, a Zach Thompson, maybe a Mason Wynn type guy? Um, you know, still top 10, but not not top five, or not not top three, rather, because according to MB.com, Thompson is top five. You, you think about it, especially because you do get that that extra year of control. So, so that's, that's what I've got to say about that article. But I've got a yet another update that you guys probably already know that the the final two, uh, two updates actually about two of these guys. Jose Brios is getting interest from uh, Toronto Blue Jays now, according to John Heyman, um, as well as the Rays and Red Sox, but the Blue Jays seem to be the biggest player there, according to John Heyman. And an update on the Scherzer deal. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeting out, Dodgers, one of the clubs, still in mix for Scherzer, sources say. Man, oh man, do I not want Max Scherzer to go to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I would actually, I would love for him to go to San Diego. I would love for him to go to San Diego, win a championship there, then come back to St. Louis, win a championship here, and be back to back. That would be my ideal situation. So that's the update on the trade deadline as it stands, literally right now. Now at six oh five Central Time Thursday night, and we, we're we're going to see how this thing plays out. There still a, might be a snowball's chance in hell that the Cardinals make a move, but in all these rumors that I'm seeing. Cardinals have never been the big player or a big player in any of these moves. So next uh, on the next segment, we'll be talking about the names that you guys threw out on the Instagram story at LO underscore Cardinals for who you want the Cardinals to go after. Uh, that's coming up here in just a moment. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all, that's right, all your sports action. 
Baseball season and trade season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs. Not just Major League Baseball, but also you can get the NBA, NHL when they're in session. But right now, you can get golf, Olympic odds as well, and UFC, MMA action. So be sure to get in there before the next pitch by going to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as these teams are prepping for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus by entering the promo code Locked On on your first deposit. That's right, promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's see who you guys want to go after uh, based on the Cardinals. Um, or if you see who you guys want the Cardinals to go after based on your responses to the Instagram story. Again, I'm on Twitter at LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. At JSHO underscore three says Jose Barrios. Absolutely agree. Love that move. Like I talked about in segment number two, he's got ace stuff. Probably settles more into a two or three role with, with Flaherty there. Uh, for St. Louis, but I think that he would be a great fit for for the Redbirds and uh, locked on Twins. Um, I think that he, he'd be very uh, Nash Barker said that he'd be very sad to see Jose Brios go anywhere. He loves Jose Brios, but I wouldn't be surprised. I uh, wouldn't, wouldn't rule out St. Louis there. Uh, Shane Dunk twenty said, "I'd like for us to get a starter that we will have for a year or two. We still need more pitching." Totally agree, Shane. I mean, that, this is what I talked about in segment number two that they need. Not they don't just need pitching; they need controllable pitching. That's why I said they're they're not going. In my opinion, with, with the way that it looks now, like I said, if they, if they were closer, getting a rental makes a little bit more sense. However, with, with the way that the standing set up now and how they're looking at this right now, it, it's not really looking like the. <laughs> here's what I'm trying to say: they're going to need a huge piece, a huge rental to, to go for a move now. And I don't think anybody, any one player on the market right now, makes that much of a difference for this team. So it makes more sense to get somebody that you have years of control for for this year, next year, and maybe even a third year in 2023. But I think bare minimum, they they need a, a pitcher with control for for next season. So I totally agree there. Uh, Matthew Hunter one one two eight says Duffy Boyd or Gray none should have an insane asking price. I agree that the, the, the Duffy did not have an insane asking price, and I don't think Boyd or Gray would would either. So I think that. You know, and any of those guys w- would be impressive. The bottom line is that the Cardinals need, still need pitching, even with Michaelis and Flaherty returning. And like I've said a thousand times, they need they need it for not just this year, but for next year too. And the next name that that was thrown out that was actually a surprise to me was thrown out by at Kurt's Kurt SB Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly currently plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He had a pretty solid year last year in five starts, thirty-one and a third innings, giving up just nine earned runs. So that's a two-five-nine ERA. However, this year in 21 starts, he's 7-7, seven and seven, uh, 123 innings. He's got an ERA of 4.39, an ERA plus of 95, so that's a little bit below average. FIP of 3.89, so that's not terrible, and a whip of 1.2. And back in 2019, across 32 starts, he led the league in losses for, what's that, for what that is worth for a 4-4-2 ERA, 183 innings that year uh, with an ERA plus of 102, so above average. So yeah, you average out the 102-179 that he had last year and the 95 this year. His ERA plus is 104. And like I mentioned, the ERA plus, the, the average is 100. 
So Merrick Kelly might not be a, a terrible option there, one that I don't think I've considered very much, and I don't think anybody has considered it um, very seriously, to be honest. So Merrill Kelly could be a good option as well. So thank you to all, all you guys for responding to the Instagram story, and I um, always appreciate the interaction there on both Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals is the Twitter, and LO underscore um, is also the, the Instagram as well. Um, but nevertheless, that's going to do it for today. So for tomorrow's show, it'll be up bright and early in the morning, so you have it all day. It is the uh, preview of the Minnesota Twins series uh, as the Minnesota Twins do come to town. Jose Brios, as of right now, scheduled to start Friday. Wade the block for the Redbirds starts tomorrow, and then the uh, rest of the weekend will be Wainwright on or not. I'm sorry, it'll be Woodford on Saturday and Wainwright on Sunday, pending any other roster moves and what have you. Um, but that's all the news I've got right now. Is it's it's a bizarre trade deadline. So I hope you guys enjoy it because it is a fun time. It's 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 stressful. Don't get me wrong, but hopefully the maybe just maybe the Cardinals can get in on the action and and make a surprise move um, for for a starting pitcher and maybe go after a um, go after an arm and, and make some noise in the playoffs. But before I let you go, once again, be sure to join me tomorrow for the Minnesota Twins preview. And be sure I hope you if you get listening to this late. Um, um, hope you guys listened. Uh, go back to watch the live NBA draft show that was on the Locked On NBA YouTube page. Um, so be sure to subscribe to that and uh, be sure to watch that over. Uh, it was a great show. It was fun to, fun to watch watch that and uh, always appreciate you guys watching some Locked On content. But until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.